You're listening to the Church of Christ podcast. My name is Levi Christ. I am an artist, an actor, and spiritual practitioner. And this season, I am turning the lyric into the lesson. The song is the sermon. I'm going to pick a song of mine, do a deep dive, and come out with a practical spiritual principle that I believe will help you get tangible results on your way to radical self-improvement. Hey, you bless me for being here, and I'm going to do my best to bless you back. Let's feel good right here, right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Podcast Wednesday. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Um, it's man, man, man. I can't believe it. We're at the end of July. Only three days away from the virtual concert series for Broadway at the Keys. We've been talking about the songs from this album all month long. And it's been a bit of a challenge for me because it's so easy to bring my own personal experiences, my own personal convictions to take spiritual deep dive into lyrics of my own music, but to find topics of conversation around these songs I didn't write. Oh, hey bringing a little spiritual ninja action to some Broadway songs, because, you know, that's how we roll. Um, hey, welcome, everybody. If you're digging this platform, this this season two, um, what is it, platform, um, a method, if you're di- approach, if, if you're digging it, if you're loving what we're, if, if you're picking up what I'm laying down, I really need you to just, I know you've been listening. I, I see you. I know you. I know you've been listening and you haven't given a review yet. And I would really love for you just to tap five stars and drop a few words letting me know what you think about the podcast. It really does a lot for the visibility of the podcast. And listen, I've got a perk for you if you do this. Share that review on Facebook or Instagram and tag me at Levi Christ and you can even email that screenshot if you want uh, to Levi at LeviChrist.com. Either way, you want to do it, tag me on Facebook or Instagram or email me. You will automatically be entered to win a prize package of merch from LeviChrist.shop valuing over $200. And I'm going to do that drawing at the end of De- at the, in December, at the end of the music season. You know, hey, you want to be in the running for that, don't you? I mean, that's just free stuff. Like you literally, it's literally costs you 30 seconds of giving a review makes a big difference. I appreciate all of you who have uh, no new reviews yet to read uh, for this week. Um, However, I'm excited about the conversation we had last week about In My Own Lifetime from the musical The Rothschilds. That was a really interesting conversation. I think it just like gave a full body experience to what what activism is all about, keeping everything first and foremost a spiritual solution um, and what our spiritual responsibilities for our own well-being, our own individual experience, our own small collective experience, and our own planetary experience, and really looking at all of that from a quantum physics perspective. Really interesting. So today, I want to dive into a song that I personally love so much. I kind of wish that I would have done this role, Matthew Morrison's role in Finding Neverland. Um, And (laughs) I had role envy, (laughs) role envy. I really did love this musical. And uh, I wanted to do the song uh, Neverland, Finding Neverland, uh, when... um, when uh, 
I was putting together my album. So there are some really cool positive messages in this song that we can spin into a conversation today. So if you want to bear with me, let's just look at these lyrics and find what we can find that I can leave you with something again that is practical, spiritual principles, tangible results. Use it now. Get get moving. Um, okay, so um, I love this. Whenever I am frightened, if I've ever felt alone, I turn to the night sky at a star I call my own, somewhere I could run to just across the Milky Way. I wish I, I, if you like, I could take you. It's just a light year and a day. We can sail away tonight on the sea of pure moonlight. We can navigate the stars to bring us back home in a place so far away. We'll be young, that's how we'll stay. Every wish is our command when we find ourselves in Neverland. Um, through all my make-believe, there's some reality. In your reflection, there's much more than you see. Yeah. Mm, that's good. In your reflection, there's much more than you see. And there's an imagination quality going on with this song, right? And even in the story of Peter Pan, you know, a story of like um, dreaming of a world that is forever young, forever vibrant and technicolor, the innocence that's a part of that, the, the simple joys that are a part of that, and, and dreaming of those things and seeing that in the reflection of our optimism, our youthfulness, our naivety, perhaps, to some people. Um, I think that's a God quality, frankly, and we're going to get to that. Um, it's the love someone gives you in an unconditional way. All that you hope for, you hope for today. We can sail away tonight on a sea of pure moonlight. We can navigate the stars to bring us back home. In a place so far away, we'll be young. That's how we stay. Every wish is our command. Picture a land that you'd never have seen, where life is eternal and evergreen. A future of happiness all in your hands. All in the place of your dreams. Here inside Neverland. Okay, so I'm going to let you know right now. As not the person who wrote this song, maybe I was just a little bit enamored by the song itself and I was not really driven by this profound message because literally the lyrics don't want to go too deep. Um, but what we can entertain right here is the idea of oh, what is that Neverland to you? Okay. Is, is it, is it like this world that feels utopian or is it a place of your dreams? We've talked much about the place of your dreams here on the church of Christ podcast. I've already told you as of like, um, when we were talking about corner of the sky, that dreams occur to you, I believe as a divine imprint onto your soul. And with that already become equipped to actualize themselves, And it is your responsibility to be aligned with the spiritual truth of who you are as a divine creator so that you can actualize it with grace and ease. But the problem is so much that we are covered by the dirt and the grit of the journey, right? Especially for those of you who are creating new ventures in your midlife. We have years of context that involve limitations, limiting ideas, limiting beliefs, self-doubt, um, traumas even, all this kind of stuff, the context, the content of our life that creates a current context by which we project that all onto our dreams, all onto our Neverland, all onto our utopia, and it just gunks it up, right? 
The spiritual work that we talk about so much on the Church of Christ podcast is to hose off the dirt and the grit of the journey to get to the truth of who you are as a spiritual being. Because the more that you can live in that conviction and that space as a divine, perfect pattern of perfection intentionally created by an infinite source that needed to express itself as you, in you, and through you... Hit that 30 second back. You got to re hear listening to that right there. The more you live in that reality, uh, then the more you're able to project that spiritual clearness, clarity, that spiritual clarity that, that uh, I am infinitely supported. There is only infinite potential, infinite prosperity, infinite opportunities. The universe knows with mathematical precision how to requalify things to a state of wholeness. Uh, everything is connected to this infinite potential. Infinite opportunities come to me with grace and ease. The law of least effort is at work because I know that the, the universe is intentionally uh, conspiring for my good. All of that good stuff is what we then bring to our dreams, our goals. And, you know, the great thing about those of you who are taking on new dreams, new goals in your midlife is that you, while, while we accumulate bad habits and bad ways of being, and, and statistically, I think that many of us, I think someone, some, some um, neurologist, uh, someone who does mental uh, a mental scientist, a mental scientist I was listening to on YouTube a couple of weeks ago said something to the effect of that a lot of us, like generally by the age of 33 to 36, like we don't become different people. Like our thoughts and patterns, our ways of doing things become this unconscious energy in our body mind that we just begin to loop through our days and don't really become anything different. And so as our bodies don't stay the same, you know, they, they were the, the molecules here, like they, everything like replaces itself. Our organs replace themselves. Deepak Chopra talks a lot about this, about how there's uh, how about um how we are space and that, that our bodies are, are not solid and that the molecules that make up our organs or our skin or our lungs or our body is all replenishing itself and re repurposing or, or clearing out. It's, you're not the same person that you were a year ago. Um, but you are the same projection of the same, context of life that you have perpetuated by being on that loop and not taking ownership of the fact that you can be fundamentally become a different person, right? So, um, that's the challenge, right? When we're taking on creative endeavors in our midlife is to realize like, okay, well, I may have 40 years of programming that has now become unconscious in my energy body. And, but the great thing is I'm old enough to take ownership and authority over my thoughts and my feelings. And I can construct, creatively construct a day in which I can practice the feeling tone, practice the energy of that, which I want to, 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 um, to, to actualize, to manifest the dreams that I want to accomplish. Um, I'm going to tell you a little secret, okay? So this, I'm going to tell you straight from the spiritual laboratory what has been working for me, okay? Now, it, right now, you know I've been on this Joe Dispenza trip recently, and I have loved his videos. I love what he brings to the table, and he talks about this 
he takes he takes everything that seems woo woo about law of attraction and quantum physics and breaks it down into straight up science how the mind works how our neurological pathways uh, configure um, what you know what fires together wires together and how that relates to the body mind and the unconscious body mind that carries these years of past agreements that we've made and past experiences. Um, his suggestion has been that, uh, we, and he, he has this whole, this book. I'm, I am going through this book right now for the third time. Let me, let me, let me call it up real quick because you guys, I'm serious. If you gave yourself a chance to read this book, to really look at it from a scientific perspective, it would change your world. It's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Now, he he's all about the, epi, I can't even say the word, epi, ep, epitomology, the study of the mind. Anyway, um, uh, the bottom line is what he's going to try to com- to to explain to you is how this all works scientifically and how you can invite through your imagination which is comes back to this song you can invite a different energy within your body that the that just from a pure quantum perspective the universe cannot help but answer to I'm not going to try to, to explain it the way Dr. Joe Dispenza would, but I am going to relate it to that, which I know as an actor. Okay. So because I am not into personalization and substitution, I have always been, uh, I've always spoken very highly of the Warner Laughlin technique, which is, uh, very much about creating memories for your character through imagination. And there is a part of this method where you get to sit and create what is called emotion with detail, emotion with detail. And that is where you've created the core events of the character's life. You have about maybe seven to eight to 10 events that you know the character that is significant to the life of the character as you know it in the scenes that you're working on. You now find a quiet place, undisturbed, phone off, quiet, dark, candle maybe, I don't know, background music if you want. I have a very sacred, quiet space where I will take just one of those eight to 10 core events. I will close my eyes. I will go into a meditative state and I will allow myself to then enter the situation with the emphasis on all of my senses. What does the carpet look like? Okay. What am I seeing? The curtains are ragged. Okay. The sun's kind of beaming through the living room and smoke and okay. So he's probably in here smoking. Is it like, no, you, what do you see? What do you smell? What do you, what does it taste like right now? Did you just get through drinking a soda before you came in? Um, a touch. How does it feel when you put your books down on the kitchen table? Like whatever the scenario is, you're, you're inviting all of your senses to feel it. And I literally, I slowly, all of, all of the Warner Laughlin students kind of, kind of give themselves to this emotional detail where you're, you're literally living with the absolute most fullest detail, utilizing your senses, the very experience that you know that character needs to experience. 
and you follow it right through and you experience it and you feel it in your body. You get so invested in the imagination of that moment that you cannot help but feel it through your whole body, you know? And then your mind, here's the key, your mind does not know the difference between a memory of something you lived and a memory that you've created. Your body doesn't know the difference. Okay, so that's why it's so compelling to take this experience as an actor and get really deeply into emotional detail and live through uh, with all of our senses alive and experiencing every one of those core events of the character. Hello, do you know where I'm going with this? Have you ever have you ever thought to do that with a dream of yours? Have you ever thought to envision a specific scenario that you desire to happen? And have you ever sat in the silence and allowed all of your senses to engage in the, the imagination of entering that space, sitting at the table, watching that, that person come in, put their briefcase down, they're sitting across from you, they order a Starbucks, you're feeling the energy, you hear the room, you know... you. <clears throat> Feel the, feel the t touch of the hot coffee in your hand and you hear the news that they want to sign your book. You know, have you ever sat down and actually created the memory of something that is indicative of what you want to accomplish? Because the more you feel it in your body, the more quantumly it can't help but come to you. So I just want to leave you with that. I think that's a great example of exactly what this song is saying uh, as far as just like using your imagination constructively, going there, engaging your senses, giving yourself this quiet, nurturing moment, 20 minutes, somewhere in the corner where you're undisturbed, where you are living through with great detail, a memory that you would like to create for yourself in the future engaging your senses, feeling it in your body, getting that energy, getting your body invested in it. Try doing that every day and tell me stuff doesn't start showing up. I have been engaging in this process for three months now, and I can't even begin to tell you the things that are shifting. And even the energy with which I walk through my day, my body is so convinced that I am already a vibrational match to that which I have been sitting down every day imagining. This works, you guys. This really works. So if you're curious about it, you can always hit me up on the Facebook group. We can always have a discussion about this because it's just really interesting when conversation begins to happen around these kind of things, these life-shifting ways of using your imagination and meditation in your body and taking ownership of the content of your life, hosing the dirt and grit of the journey off and finding that new vibration. It, it changes lives. It changes lives. Um, I'm going to leave you with that to chew on. And listen, if you're really curious, if you feel like this is a lot of information coming at you really quickly, I just, I just want you to, I invite you to go check out Dr. Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. What is it called again? Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Because it's more than just a 25 minute um, podcast. It is techniques that will change your life. And it's just a way of understanding things from a scientific perspective that makes a big difference. I've always said that science is going to prove spirituality um, uh, eventually because they are not separate. 
Um, they are not separate. They work together. They absolutely work together. Uh, I will play for you. Finding Neverland. And listen, imagine paradise, please. Paradise is yours to the degree that you could imagine it. Thank you for being here with me today. And I will talk to you next week. Closer now to finding it.